KYW Original Podcasts. This is KYW In-Depth. I'm Andrew Kramer. We saw last spring coronavirus shut down in-person learning at colleges and universities all over the country. And now classes are resuming for the fall. Some of them are online, and yes, some of them are in person. Many schools kicked off the academic year this week, and we wanted to see what back to school is like during a pandemic. So I headed over to Temple University, where right away you notice one big change. Every student is walking around in a mask. I know it may seem hard to believe, but yes, college kids are playing by the rules when it comes to wearing them. But aside from face coverings, how different is the college experience this year? Is it tough for students to adjust? These are some of the questions we wanted answered. So I went right to the source and spoke with a couple Temple sophomores who were able to tell us what the first day of classes were like this year compared to this time a year ago. I found a freshman who shared with us what it's like to begin the college journey under such unusual circumstances. And I also talked to a professor who was part of a student and faculty protest calling for the end of in-person learning wherever possible. So we wanted to know from him, why would you like to see Temple change course? Oh, you mind if I get your name? It's Emily. What, what year are you? Um, first year. First year, yeah. okay. So uh, this is your first year of college uh, mm-hmm. under all these uh, weird circumstances. Uh, t- tell us what's, what's been going through your head. So it's kind of just difficult to like know really what to do and like what's going on and how to navigate like online classes with everything going on. Um, just trying my best, you know. How do you feel being here? Do you feel pretty safe or? Um, yeah, pretty good. I mean, everyone's being pretty safe wearing their masks and everything. Um, I feel pretty good about it, yeah. Being your first year, are you happy that uh, some of the classes and stuff are going to be in person as opposed to all virtual, or did you prefer virtual? Where was your head kind of going into the school year? Um, I pretty much wanted, I wanted the real experience, so like I kind of wanted most of my classes to be in person. Um, most of them aren't, which is unfortunate, but um, it's, I mean, I'm dealing with it, yeah. Do you feel like you're getting the real experience? Do you feel like you're actually um, at like, college? I feel like when we get like really into it, I probably will. Um, Right now, it's kind of just like a lot of online stuff. And would you mind if I got your names? I'll start with you first. Last, I'm you... Olivia. Olivia. Yeah, and mine's Madison. So, well, what year are you guys? I'm a sophomore. So- sophomore. We're both sophomores. Both sophomores. So, so you uh, were you here last year for? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good, good, good. Compared to, to last year, what's what's the uh, first day of class like so far this year? For me, it's kind of similar because I have an in-person class, um, and I already had it this morning. It's just a lot more spacious in the classrooms, which is kind of nice because normally it's very crowded. Um, But yeah, it's kind of the same, to be quite honest. Other than having virtual classes, it's very much the same kind of first day. You know, things are open that we can access and it's not, it's not too different. What about the atmosphere? Is it the same atmosphere as uh, this time a year ago? Yeah, it's not as crowded, like walking down the walkways and stuff, but there's still a lot of people out, which is nice to see. And, you know, everyone's like sticking to the rules of wearing masks and things. So it's not like we're in danger, really. Like, obviously, we take the threat seriously, but keeping that like atmosphere of still being a very big community at Temple is still there. Do you feel pretty safe being here? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I live in an apartment building and um, everyone's hand sanitizing the same as normal. So I think it's pretty safe being back. So not like her, but I got put all online. So that's a huge change for me from last year. And two of my classes got put as like, we don't even have a scheduled time to meet. 
So for some people that aren't very good with like keeping up to date with their classes and their schoolwork, it'll be a little hard for them. And that is a big change because I do like the class atmosphere a little bit, but the way they're doing it, it still makes you feel like you're still seeing your teachers, which is nice and everything. And like she said, the campus feels the same. It's like get out of your dorms, come outside, and you'll feel more a part of the community instead of being enclosed in your dorms the whole time. Coming into the year, were you hoping to get mostly online stuff or were you hoping to get some in-person classes as well? So since we're health professions, I'm pre-PT, I was hoping that at least my lab would be in person just because I am a hands-on learner. But other than that, I was hoping to have mostly online just because for safety reasons, like I would take the precaution and stay online, especially my parents were glad about that, but the labs they were a little upset about. Uh, so you're doing all online, yet you're still here on campus. Was it kind of a no-brainer for you? You know, I'm coming, I, I want my college year. I kind of got stuck into coming. I mean, I think I would have because I could not do my schoolwork at home with my younger brother and, like, just everything because I live off campus in an apartment, so a lot of kids got stuck in their leases and couldn't get out of it, which kind of sucked because they didn't tell us till last minute. So unlike the kids here, they didn't. We, they could, like, leave whenever and get their money back if we get off, but if not, like, I still have to pay my rent. So I came no matter what. <laughs> and you feel pretty safe being here? Oh, yeah. I love that everybody's wearing their mask where I come from. Like, a lot of people don't take it seriously, which is very frustrating. So seeing everybody with their mask on makes you feel like we're all in this together and we're taking it very seriously. So I'm in upstate New York, and I've done some stuff through the pandemic um, working-wise. And seeing that everyone's actually taking it seriously is a really big reassurance, you know, being back. So I think it's good that they've taking it seriously because we were kind of apprehensive coming in are students actually going to follow the policy is temple actually going to do anything to keep it enforced so it's nice to see that there are actual enforcements in place yes steve newman s-t-e-v-e n-e-w-m-a-n and uh what's your uh what's your role with the your, the teachers union yeah so i'm a faculty member in the department of english and i'm the president of the temple association of university professionals which is a local with the american federation of teachers and uh tell us a little bit about what uh just happened here today well today we had a range of speakers from various unions um there was an event even before us with the students uh, all really with one message which is the temple needs to change course before it's too late. They need to go online um, to a much greater degree than they have thus far. And uh, how, um, how much concern is there? What, what, what's the big concern? You, you wanna go completely online or? The union's position, and our members voted overwhelmingly for this, is that all classes except those that would be legally required to be in person, so there are some classes for nurses, for example, that for licensing reasons have to be in person. But unless you're talking about a class like that or a class, let's say, under Trump's new rules where incoming international students can't take an entirely online curriculum, with those very rare exceptions, all classes should be online. Um, what we are seeing right now, 600 of our members by our count are teaching in person. Many of those sections, to give you an example, there are many sections of first year writing that are in person. There is no reason why that class can't be taught online. And we know that's true because many other sections are online. The same thing with intellectual heritage, which is our great books course. You're not talking about a lab. You're not talking about a sculpture class. And even there, we think those can be done online. These are eminently teachable online, especially in conditions like this. Let's invest in teaching well as well as we can online until this crisis is past us. And then we can resume more normal functions. So that's our, that's our view. And what's been the uh, university's response 
Well, the university's response has been, well, we've given a lot of you accommodations, and they have given a fair number of our members accommodations, to be fair, but that we believe this is what the students want, and we need to be there to satisfy those needs and wants. Um, and it's unclear to us now that the Temple student government has itself come out and said, we think we should be all online, which students they're talking to, right? If the elected representatives of the student body say, we think this plan is not the way to go, why are you continuing to adhere to that position? Who are you speaking for? And have you ever actually polled the students to see what they want? Uh, we've gotten many, many reports from members of ours whose students have contacted them and said, look, I thought I maybe wanted it in person, but looking at this now, I'd really rather be online. And rather than moving a course online, they're forcing them to get, just as with the faculty, individual accommodations, and some of them medically wouldn't qualify. So being anxious about COVID, which is a completely logical position, is not enough, right, to go online. And we just think that the administration is, is approaching this the wrong way. Another reason, uh, you know, that, that they would want, I think, to stay in person are questions of revenue. Um, and look, I'm the president of a union. I'm not indifferent to how Temple's doing financially. If Temple does poorly financially, that has downstream effects on everybody, right, including possibly our members. But when I weigh these factors, I'm sorry, the call is not even close. Health and safety, right? Health and safety first. Even with all of the kind of intelligent plans they've tried to devise, other schools have as well, and they have not worked. They have not worked. And so given that, what, is, what, what does your judgment tell you you should probably do? Um, and I would just add, look, if one of the things you're worried about is revenue, and God forbid you have a bad outbreak at this place, what do you think is going to happen to your bottom line? The damage caused financially, leaving aside the ethics of it, which of course we never really would want to, the financial costs, the reputational costs, you know? Um, and so I think even on its own terms, the decision to move forward in the way they are with so many sections that could be taught in person, online in person, just strikes us as a mistake, a mistake, however well-intentioned even, a mistake. Gotcha. And um, there was a student rally here earlier, and then you were, uh, you guys represented the faculty uh, yes. rally. Okay. Yes, although there were, there were members, I think there was at least one member of, of the faculty who spoke at the student rally. So we, um, the faculty and the students, we understand as the heart of the university. There was also a member of the North Philly community who spoke at the student rally, and that's another group that we're deeply concerned about as a faculty union. Uh, what does it mean to be bringing thousands of students from all over the country and the world into this community? Um, which, because of structural racism, the statistics show are particularly susceptible to this disease. I just, it does not make sense to me. Do you, uh, do you expect to be continuing in person uh, through the semester? Do you think something will ultimately uh, be done to change that? Look, I have never wanted to be wrong about something more in my life. You know, I hope Temple defies all the odds and all the models. And somehow, through the remarkable de dedication of whoever ever in luck, we can, I guess, continue in person. Although I, I actually don't even want that to happen, to be honest, because I think there are going to be all sorts of cases we're not going to hear about that are going to escape our testing and escape our notice. But that said, 
I think most of the people I talk to think it is extremely likely that just like North Carolina, just like many other schools, within a few weeks, the infection rate's going to spike and you're going to have to, you're going to have to shut down. And our position is why wait? Why wait for that sickness, which might be severe? Why wait for the possible deaths? Why, why cause all this anxiety? This is not good for teaching. You're sitting in a class and your students are worried if somebody coughs. Students who might themselves have anxiety disorders who are sitting in class, faculty who have anxiety disorders. This is not a recipe for good pedagogy. I've been teaching for 20 odd years. We all take it very seriously. Um, so it just, I'm sorry, I've strayed a little bit from your question. Most of the people we have talked to believe that within a few weeks, it is very, very likely that the conditions will be such that it'll be necessary to shut down. And one of the things we'd like to hear from Temple are what are those conditions exactly? What are the metrics? And we know it's complicated, but there surely must be some. Is it a 5% positivity rate, for example, that makes, makes it this so the locality is kind of in the red zone as far as the CDC is concerned? Is that it? Is it 10%? Is it a certain number of, you know, I know that how well you contact trace will matter, but we haven't heard what those metrics are. They keep saying, well, it's complicated as if we couldn't understand it. We're not... We're, we're not stupid people. We're not epidemiologists, although we have epidemiologists on the faculty. So that's what we think, you know, needs to happen. And what we fear will happen is that they will shut down, but it will come only after sickness that could have been avoided. And that is not an ethical position. Thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate that. That's it for this episode of KYW In-Depth. You can listen and subscribe to the podcast on the Radio.com app or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Andrew Kramer, and we'll have another episode out soon.